0: Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students for the Upper School. Today, we are going to talk actually about kindergarten readiness. When do you know that your child is ready for kindergarten? What does that look like? And all of the questions that go along with that. I'm joined today by two of our most beloved staff members and experts in this area. Our lower school principal and assistant principal, Hannah Park and Amanda Walker. Hannah and Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, thank you for having us. Great to be here.
0: So um, why don't we start actually, if you guys just want to introduce yourself briefly and and talk about uh, how long you've been with the school and how you came to education.
1: All right, so this is Hannah. This is my 14th year at Santa Fe Christian. I came here after teaching in the public school system uh, for several years and then at a uh, independent school and after that went into the administration field. And um, this is truly a very special place. I love it. Uh,
2: Both my kids graduated from Santa Fe, and uh, we're a fan. I'm Amanda Walker, and I have been here for 15 years at Santa Fe and taught for several years before coming to Santa Fe at, at a different private school. Also love Santa Fe. I actually have my three children here at the moment, spanning lower school through middle school. So kindergarten and kindergarten readiness is something I'm familiar with from both the teacher administrator side and parent side of things.
0: And full disclosure for our listeners. So we all have or have had students come through Santa Fe um, in fact, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Hannah. You have two daughters who graduated from Santa Fe, correct? And then Amanda, you have three students here, yeah, correct? Who've all been through the kindergarten. Yep. I have one in the kindergarten currently, and I will listen to your expert evaluation of whether she was actually ready or not. <laughs> 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 yeah. Everything you say, I'm just going to be taking notes for my daughter, just to make sure. Yeah, it's you know. a good checklist. <laughs> yeah. So let's start. I know we have a lot of people listening who, who probably have a toddler, maybe a, a four year old, three year old, maybe someone who just turned five. And they're sort of wondering how do I know if my child is ready? You know, I mean, it's sort of, I know just going through this recently, it's kind of like my kids turning five, I guess. I sign them up for kindergarten. But you had had some, some comments and things you shared that helped us really actually figure out, is that something we should do? So what are some things parents should be looking for in determining if this is the year to start?
1: You know, what's really interesting is uh, for so many schools, age really is the only determining factor for kindergarten readiness. That's the only thing they're looking at is the age. Are they five by September 1st? Well, it's we, we know it's way more than that. Um, age is one factor, but so much more goes into it. So uh, we can break it down into different categories. Being ready for kindergarten means having well-developed preschool skills and being academically, socially, and physically ready for this transition is really what we're looking for. So should we go down that list.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Let's let's take those one at a time. That'd be awesome.
1: Well, let's start with academic readiness since it's, it is a school after all. Mm-hmm. So coming into kindergarten, and this will be a little different based on the schools that you're interested in. So I'll speak from the perspective of Santa Fe and what we're looking for, but certainly uh, this could be applied to lots of other schools. We're looking for students who are ready to learn. Now, what does that mean? Are they interested in learning? Are they interested when you're reading aloud to them? Are they wanting to participate? And so a lot of this, you will have to really take note of what the preschool teachers are telling you as a parent. If the students do not have a well-developed preschool skills, they're not ready for kindergarten. Yet sometimes students, just because they did two years of preschool, It must be time for us to move on to kindergarten. And sometimes that's that's not the best decision. So for kindergarten academic readiness, Amanda, do you want to just Mm -hmm. share some of the skills?
2: Yeah. So some things that you could be looking at for determining if your child's academically ready for kindergarten are things like, can they retell a simple story? Are they speaking in complete sentences with five to six words? Are they writing or at least recognizing the letters in their own name? Matching rhyming sounds, sort of able to to understand the concept of opposites. If I say hot, they'll say cold. Can they recite the alphabet or count to 10? So these are sort of just some basic parameters for academic readiness. If any of those things seem to be something that your child is not yet ready to do, then it might not be the time for them to come to kindergarten. They might benefit from another year of preschool where those skills will be solidified.
0: So that's really helpful. And, and just, you know, from a, from a parent standpoint, you, you listed off a whole bunch of things. It's really if they can do most of those things, right? Like they don't have to be perfect at it. Yeah. You know, if they, if they get five out of the six opposites, you know, and miss one. It's not, oh, they missed that one. They're not ready.
2: Correct. Because that's really showing that they are understanding the the concept of opposites, even if, you know, they're not getting every single connection there.
0: Right. Yeah. And I remember you, you actually have an assessment that you can give that helps parents understand or learn how well their kids are familiar with these things. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So for our kindergarten readiness, we do assess the students and we are looking at their academic and physical. So fine mortar and gross mortar skills is part of the academic skill, but it's also physical. And this is actually quite important. And we are seeing um, children with less developed fine mortar skills, as they play more on iPads and computer games. So we really want to encourage families to continue having your kids play with Legos. And, you know, those little Barbie shoes are awesome to try to put on. (laughs) But developing those little fine mortar skills is quite important. How to hold a pencil, how to hold a crayon. Uh, drawing and coloring with marker is very different than using a crayon of how uh, slippery a marker is versus how uh, gritty the crayon is. So all those different materials that they will use, it's quite important. Outside of that, we do rely heavily on the recommendation from their current preschool teachers to see if they're also emotionally and socially ready. Mm-hmm. And all of that, you know, paint a nice little picture of the sweet little kid that's about to enter.
0: Right. So, and maybe let's, let's touch on those other criteria as well. As far as emotional and social, what are other signs of readiness?
1: Social is another huge component because they do a lot of parallel playing where they're playing together physically But oftentimes, you may have kids not interacting as much, which is perfectly fine at the preschool level. But once you start entering kindergarten, that will transition. So can they work together with someone else? Can they share? Can they wait? That delayed gratification is a huge component. Can you wait without having a tantrum? Can you give up something even when it's unfair? That's huge. (laughs) And I think that's something that actually we're all struggling with.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you just hit on the thing that made me question my daughter's readiness for kindergarten.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that that really, it's the emotional competence, right?
2: Some other things to look for, you know, does your child ask for help Mm -hmm. when they need it? Because that's a big factor too. There's a lot of things they can do independently, but... Are they able to, say, speak up, you know, to sort of self-advocate a little bit for themselves?
0: Okay, so I know that you also give prospective parents to Santa Fe Christian an assessment that helps them understand their students' skills and gives them some ideas of how well their their, uh, children are doing in each of these areas. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Yeah, we do. We use, um, it's a developmental readiness assessment, actually. So it is measuring... A little snapshot of a bunch of these different things, not as much the social piece, although a little bit with our observations that are done during the testing period, because it's done one-on-one with a proctor. So they are just noticing, you know, if the child's saying, I don't know, I don't know, I can't, I haven't learned that, you know, a lot, or if they're just ready to just jump in and give it all a try, even though there may be things that they don't know, which is expected, and totally fine. Right, And that has seven different categories, visual motor, personal skills, concepts, body image, language, numbers, fine motor, and gross motor.
0: And I know from experience that sometimes you get some fun answers on that assessment.
2: We get some really fun answers I, on that. It's our favorite, it. it's yeah. our favorite thing to look over actually. In, um, and in fact,
1: some of, some of the little drawings that they, they do for us, we save it and then we give it back to them when they graduate uh, yeah. out of fifth grade. It's oh, so funny. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I I mean, I remember last year when, when my daughter took it, one of the questions, I think, was, you know, what would you do if a stranger came up to you and, and you know, asked you to, to follow them somewhere? And I think my daughter's response was, uh, I would tell them I already have a family.
1: Yes. Good. <laughs> Which is very good. I was right? part of
0: that. I was well, part yeah. of
1: that. And, Right? And some of these questions, so that that's all under the personal skills section where we're trying to find out if the child is... Aware of how to care for themselves, you know, we would ask them things, simple things. I mean, I don't want to give away all our um, industry secret here.
0: <laughs> no cheating, <laughs> the investment parents. No, cheating.
1: no right. cheating. Yeah. No. 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 It's all good. Um, but if a child, you know, if you see fire, what are you going to do? It, it's a very simple, basic question, and um, based on that, you can gauge well. Are they aware that Something like that is dangerous. So that's what we're assessing with some of these skills. And then, of course, um, like Amanda mentioned, um, the visual motor and fine motor, those are another huge component. And concepts, are they ready for school concepts? Like, um, do you understand before and after? Do you, you know, Amanda mentioned about the uh, opposites as well but even concepts of color and things like that, small, large. Right.
0: So I, I imagine a lot of parents that are, are listening right now are sort of, you know, go, going through the checklist in their head and, and, and trying to determine, okay, is, is my kid ready or not? Um, and, and so there's sort of a couple things that may come out of that for them. So, so number one, let's say they're not ready. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What, what do you do? That might be a hard realization for, some parents to have. I mean, what what's your recommendation if that's the case?
1: It's actually a huge gift of time. Mm-hmm. I know that at the moment, you know, you were so set on your child entering kindergarten and it can feel devastating to hear that they're not ready. It All it means is that they just need another year of growth. So truly give them that gift of time, go do another year of preschool. And if the preschool has a transitional preschool, bonus preschool, then uh, that would be a perfect spot for that child to just develop some of these basic academic as well as social skills and really hone in on them.
0: So what about for families whose child has not actually been to preschool?
1: And we do have families who come from being homeschooled. And again, these skills they still have to continue to help their child develop these skills so the academic skills i would suggest that the mother or whoever is helping the child with um with these skills you know get those simple books to start with letter writing um, you know um, geometric shapes you know coloring all the preschool pre-reading pre-math skills They should be working on that, as well as I'm sure the child is then involved in other social activities. Right now, given the whole situation with COVID, it's a little trickier, but certainly, you know, creating a small social event or um, going doing gymnastics or doing some other activities that the child might be interested in is absolutely important. Also, let them play you got to allow the child to play um, and develop the independence. So this actually is probably harder for families who are homeschooling because at a a preschool, that is something that they're really working on. But allowing students to become independent is a huge factor. I know that sometimes, I mean, uh, hey, I had two little ones at one point and, you know, you're late. You need to run out the door come on, let me just put that jacket on you. <laughs> let me zip it up and let's get in the car and go. But they can put on their jacket. They can put on their shoes. And so allowing the children to have this independent time is, I think, very, very important.
0: You know, on the flip side, there there is increasingly pressure to get kids started early to, you know, I think parents feel like, I don't want my kid to fall behind. So why is it important to wait? If they're not ready, as opposed to, you know, well, we'll put them in there and they'll they'll catch up to everybody else and it'll be good for them to get a head start.
2: Yeah, you can understand, you know, the pressure that parents feel when it comes to these decisions, but you know, I just I would encourage parents to think outside of the kindergarten year. Anytime, you know, when, what they start out, if they start and they're the youngest one in the class, they're not just going to be the, the youngest in the class in kindergarten. They're going to be the youngest in the class when they get to sixth grade. And then when they get to high school and everyone drives ahead of them and then, you know, and they go off to college as the youngest. So it's a, it's a lifetime decision in that aspect. So if they're ready emotionally, socially, physically, academically, and that just happens to be, they're gonna be on the younger side, They it will, it will not be a problem, not a problem. But if they are not ready, and so they're not quite ready socially, emotionally, physically, or academically in any aspect, then that is going to progress with them. Those are the times where we often have a conversation about them doing another year of kindergarten because they're just maturity-wise, They're just not where the other students are at. And that's not their fault. That's nothing they can do anything about. There's no um, studying or extra tutoring to be done for that. They just, they really do just need more time. So that's why we encourage those families where those types of things show up maybe in the developmental readiness assessment or feedback from preschool teachers or observations. We encourage those parents to just consider having them do another year at preschool because it will really benefit. It's in the best interest of the child.
1: Every year we speak with parents who regret not having taken that time when they were in preschool or kindergarten. We've never had a parent tell me, I mean, in my years of experience, Mm -hmm. I've never had a parent tell me that I regretted having my child wait a year. Uh, That gift of time is so helpful for kids who just need it um and like Amanda said if you're ready it won't be a problem you can be the youngest child we had a student who started very young but she was absolutely ready in all of those categories and she's actually I think a junior or senior here and she's doing amazingly well so when when the student is ready then everybody knows
2: so personally when it came to deciding when my children were ready for kindergarten my middle son he was a summer birthday and not just because of his age honestly but just where he was at um uh, socially and academically. His his interest in school and his his desire to be independent was a little bit less. He really, really loved his days at home still. And he just wasn't ready for full five day a week kindergarten. We could just tell that for him. So we made the decision to wait a year. So he actually started kindergarten at six years old, had it been just turned six years old. And it is proved to be Uh, the best decision for him. Absolutely. He is thriving. And then when it came to our third, I kind of assumed that we would actually do the same. Again, we're blessed with a summer baby. So I was thinking that we would wait again until six years to send to kindergarten because that had worked out so well. But yet, no, (laughs) very much, very, very ready. Socially, maybe especially socially, (laughs) but academically, emotionally, everything so ready to start kindergarten at five. And that has also proved to be absolutely the right decision. So within your family, things might be different. Well, they will be. Every child is very, very unique. So you just have to look at each one individually, separately of each other. It won't all be the same. And I think too, we want children to love learning Mm
0: -hmm. and love
2: coming to school and so if they're starting, if their starting point is a little bit bumpy, you know, where they start to feel like I'm behind, I'm not finishing my work like the other kids are, we don't want them, we don't want that to be their internal dialogue that they feel about school. We want them to come in and feel positive and successful and they're all going to have their various struggles along the way where things are hard and that's okay, but to have your school experience start off, we want it to be as positive as possible.
0: Yeah. Well, I can say that my daughter's having an amazingly positive experience. So I'm grateful to both of you and and the whole team down there for, for what you guys are doing with kindergarten and, and the whole lower school. Oh,
2: thank you. We love her. Yeah. <laughs> <She's awesome. laughs> she makes me smile every day.
0: That's good. That's good. I mean, uh, apparently she behaves much better on campus than she does at home. That is so, true of
2: most children. Everybody.
0: <laughs> and I'm just teasing. She's wonderful, obviously. We, we love her to death. So what would you say, because I know being a parent myself, right, and I hear about a test or, you know, criteria, I, I want to sort of, there's part of me that wants to go prep my kid a little bit and make sure that, you know, how do I train them to be ready? I mean, what would you say to that instinct in parents to try to prepare their, their student as well as possible for kindergarten for in terms of passing an assessment?
1: I would say, uh, please don't. <laughs> I actually would say that SFC, well, at Santa Fe, we are trying to determine what the child already knows. And your readiness skill isn't this long laundry list of um, can you get these questions right or wrong, but have you had enough life experience that allow you to be able to function in a kindergarten classroom? So some of our questions that we would ask, it really is related to the life experience they've had and the conversations they would normally have with their parents. And that develops their view of the world, that develops their vocabulary, it develops their concepts, understanding of number sense, and um, really that's what we're looking for. So I, I wouldn't encourage families to go out and do anything specific to prep for an assessment. I know the word assessment is quite loaded and, you know, we hear about, you know, college SAT prep or... Things like that. But in terms of kindergarten readiness, it really is if your child is ready, there's nothing for you to do, nothing you have to do. They'll they'll be ready. The only thing academic that we would always encourage is for families to keep reading with their children, lots of read alouds, and practice the fine mortar skills. So when they're picking up a pencil, now don't force it on them when they're ready allow them to start writing and, um, and you know, help them with the pencil grip. But I, I would not go and do anything specific to help
0: prep. It almost sounds to me what you're saying is the best preparation is just, you know, having a relationship with your child on a daily basis.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Or going through, you know, normal life and letting them develop and coaching them as they're growing up.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Allow them to help you prep in the kitchen. Allow them to be part of the family life. Have them put their dirty laundry away. All of these skills are what develops into later on the other skills that, uh, you know, they will need to be successful in a school They already probably have many of these skills and that's really what we're looking for.
0: Well, you had me at help them put their dirty laundry away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in for that.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Well, thank you both for being here on this episode. Uh, Some really helpful information for parents who are just on the front end of this school journey. And I just can't say thank you enough for sharing your wisdom and your experience with us.
2: Well, thank Thank you you. for having us.
0: All right, this has been another episode of Eagle Perspective. Uh, Please check out our other episodes on our website, sfcs.net. And we look forward to being with you again soon.